Hello, happy Saturday, and welcome to Obsessed With Me, the podcast where we dig deep down into passions, things we feel strongly about, those things that we've thought about simply too much. And today, I am bringing back an episode that I actually recorded for another kind of podcast concept I had, but I think it works for this because we're thinking about something way too much. This isn't a passion of ours. This is Applebee's. That's right. This episode is going to be about how to eat at Applebee's. So get ready. It's going to be weird. I brought on my good friend Dylan Kleitz, who is also an expert on this with me, and we are going to have a good time. Just a short note, this was recorded about a year ago because we thought that, um, I thought I was going to be doing something different, and then it took forever, and it didn't get off the ground. Um, So because of that, some some things will be a little bit untimely. There might be some stuff off the menu, but Applebee's have, like, taken stuff off and put stuff back on the menu so many times that they could have taken stuff off and put it back on between the time we recorded this and it got put out in the world. So uh, enjoy the show. Applebee's. You know it. You have eh feelings about it. You probably ate here when you were traveling across the country and you just were really sick of fast food, so you wanted some waitress to serve you for five seconds. Maybe it was after a football game and your only options were that or steak and shake because everything was open. Applebee's. It's a restaurant. That's there. I am here today to talk about Applebee's with my good friend Dylan Kleitz, who I have known since algebra and I high school. Hi, Dylan. Hello. How's it going? Good. So, how many times do you think we've been to Applebee's together? Uh, we were actually just talking about this this uh, past week. Uh, Emma brought it up. I'd say we go um, with the... Uh, Without um, movie premieres, we probably go like 45 times a year every Thursday night. Right. Um, and that's been going on since like 2011, 2012. You weren't around for quite that long, but yeah. you've been around for a lot of it. I... So, hundreds of times, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm going to think at least 250 times we've been to Applebee's together. Oh, at least. Which yeah. is a lot of Applebee's to eat. <laughs> That, that's a lot of anything to eat, but especially mediocre food. Right. Um, now, we're making this podcast understanding that Applebee's isn't a good restaurant. I mean, it's not a good restaurant, is it, Dylan? Uh, no, it's, it's a C plus, B minus restaurant. Right. But everyone has to eat at an Applebee's at some point in their life. So we want to give you the best experience possible when you're eating at an Applebee's. And we hope that this conversation will help you learn the tips and tricks to, like, not be upset after you walk out of it. So, a little explanation about why me and Dylan go to Applebee's this much. At first, we were at a trivia league together at the Applebee's. We were terrible. Yeah, we weren't good. (laughs) We were the Great Lakes Avengers, which is not a good superhero team, comparably. Um, And we weren't a good trivia team, comparably. Um... (laughs) And uh, so they stopped doing trivia, and we decided, well, we're not going to do trivia anymore. We're just going to come here and play board games. 
And now all the waiters know us, and if we don't show up, they're, like, concerned about our well-being, so now we can never leave. Well, I moved away, and that's the only reason why I don't go anywhere. You got out. (laughs) Yeah, if I was still living in Ohio, I would be spending every Thursday night at the Applebee's. Let me just make that clear. The last time I was in Ohio on a Thursday, I spent my Thursday night at that Applebee's. So, uh, yeah, um, it's just kind of a tradition for us at this point. Yeah, we're there from 9 to midnight every Thursday night, which is a lot of time to spend at an Applebee's. It's it's a lot of time to spend at an Applebee's. Um, Yeah, so I think we've, between us, I'm sure we've, eaten everything on the menu at least once if not multiple times if not there's a lot of things that we've eaten that aren't on the menu anymore that's true that's very true um i can't think of anything off the top of my head but i know there's been some things that we tried to order and they go nope we don't have that don't have that anymore nope bye all right so so what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about a couple of different categories um, we're going to talk about their appetizers, their entrees, and the desserts. Um, we're going to give you some of our favorites and talk about why they're good. And then we're going to give you whatever we think is worst in this category. Um, and then we're going to talk about best in show. Just like, what's the best thing that we would eat at an Applebee's if we were trying to eat something good at an Applebee's? All right. So our first category is apps. Now, the great things about apps at Applebee's is there are a bunch of times when you can get apps for half price. Anytime after 9 o'clock, apps are half off. <laughs> and that's why we eat a lot of apps, because we're broke. <laughs> wow, this really sounds like a sponsorship. <laughs> it does. It does. Except I... we're talking about how crappy they are. <laughs> right? I wish Applebee's were paying me, but they would never pay me for this. <laughs> so, I would say the most solid food, in my opinion, at Applebee's is the mozzarella sticks. Oh yeah, their mozzarella sticks are, they're pretty great. I have them marked as my favorite appetizer as well. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them. They're perfectly crispy on the outside, which is where some mozzarella sticks fail. You know, they don't have that good crunch. And on the inside, they got that chewy, they got their stringiness, you know, they got their meltiness. I mean, the only thing I could fault them on is the marinara sauce is meh. Oh, see, I love that marinara sauce. <laughs> okay. And I've had- I've actually found myself comparing other, like, fancier establishments to uh, Applebee's mozzarella sticks. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the more expensive places, you know, they don't hold up quite as well. Right, I totally agree. Like, um, TGI Friday's Apple, um, TGI Friday's mozzarella sticks are trash. Have you ever had them? I, I think I have, yeah. They're pretty disappointing. They're garbage. They're garbage. Um, but yeah. I would say it's not my favorite marinara sauce, but it's also not, like, an upsetting marinara sauce. It's not like you're going to eat and you'll be like, oh, that's a weird aftertaste, you know? It's just it's just the most mediocre part of it. But uh, I actually know some people who like to dip it in honey mustard, too, which is which is which sounds good. I don't know. I'm just a traditionalist. But, yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with these mozzarella sticks. They're just a perfect example of mozzarella sticks. So, Dylan, what's one of your favorite app- appetizers at Applebee's? Um, I'm going to go with the one that's basically cheating because it's almost a meal, uh, the boneless wings. I had that on my list, too. Tell me about what's your favorite thing about them. I I, I don't know. 
I just, I really dig their boneless wings. They're pretty decent wings. Uh, like I said, there, or like you said about the mozzarella sticks, there's better ones, but there's definitely worse ones too. Um, I get the honey barbecue. It's a nice combination of uh, like, you know, uh, spicy and sweet. It's, it's really good. It's really good wings. And the, the price especially. Right. And the crunch on that is ridiculous, right? Oh yeah, I love how they're breaded with the sauce over it. It's it's good stuff. Yeah, and even though it's drenched in sauce, it stays crunchy, which a lot of like boneless wings don't keep that. So sometimes the only issue is they don't put quite enough sauce on it, and it's like I'm just eating, you know, chicken tenders. But right. other than that, very good. Yeah, sometimes you get some naked spots. <laughs> is something I've noticed. Um, yeah, I prefer the buffalo, and I get it with some blue cheese. Their blue cheese is not the best blue cheese I've ever had, but again, it is un. It doesn't hurt you. It's un. Uh, it's it's not harmful to meal. Which I've had bad blue cheese that I cannot eat, so I really like it. Um, some people prefer ranch. They seem to like the ranch well enough. It's all good. So, um, anything else on your best uh, best appetizers? I almost said best mozzarella sticks because apparently, because <laughs> they're the best part. Let's be real. Um, so anything else on your best uh, apps list that we haven't talked about yet? Actually, um, appetizers. There, it's not really a bad option in the appetizer list. Most of them are pretty solid. Um, I've had a lot of times where I go to Applebee's and I just order the appetizers. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring up a controversial one because our uh, good friend James thinks they're the most disgusting ever. The uh, brew pub pretzels, which is always a bit of a tongue twister. Yeah. I enjoy those quite a bit. I like the cheese that it comes with, the beer di- the beer cheese dip. Very good stuff. I actually, I'm a fan of the pretzels too. Um, I, I think that they have a really good texture. It's got that buttery crispiness that you would expect from, like, an Auntie Anne's pretzel, which you don't get in a lot of, like, soft pretzel things. So I was pleased by the texture. It's got kind of, like, a bunch of seasoning on it. I have to say the beer cheese, I kind of love it and hate it at the same time. I've just never been a beer cheese person. Um, but I really like they have a Dijon mustard that comes with it that's really good. So, yeah, I'm a fan overall of it. I'm not I don't like the beer cheese, I think, as much as you do, and I get why James doesn't like it, but I don't think it's a bad beer cheese if you like beer cheese. Oh, see, I'm a fan of that salty, cheesy goodness, so it's pretty much just pure salt. Like, the whole (laughs) ladder is just pure salt, but that's all right with me. (laughs) Yeah, well, James also doesn't like the way alcohol tastes, so that might be part of it. That's true. He's He's a weird little boy. Yeah. Our friend James does not like alcohol taste. He, he and he's never gotten a taste for it. So even those beverages that don't taste like alcohol at all to the layman, he says he can taste the alcohol in it and is not a fan. So yeah, nope. This Who is knows? this is a real thing. Um. So my other favorite one is something that I know for a fact you don't like, but I'm a fan of it. Um. My other favorite is the spinach and artichoke dip. Um. Because I like spinach, artichokes, and cheese, and that's what it is. And they come with tortilla chips, they're super salty, it's crunchy, it's good, you got the creamy, you got like a big layer of cheese on top. Yeah. Uh, if you like spinach and artichoke dip, you can't go wrong with it. If you do not like spinach or artichokes, you're not going to like it. That's where I stand. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm not a fan of their chips either. I think their chips are kind of just plain, but... Yeah. I mean, there's nothing special about them. But they're also not soggy, so... That's true. 
So, do you have a worst appetizer that you have decided upon? I do, and it's a real shame because it used to be one of my favorites until they changed up the recipe, oh, probably a few years ago now. The chicken quesadilla. Same here! (laughs) The chicken quesadilla used to be so good. It used to be one of my go-tos, and now... Now I just avoid it. Unless I get a real craving for it, and then I try it, and I immediately regret it again. Yeah, so they used to have a chicken quesadilla that had this, um, like, this fake Mexican seasoning chicken, but it was good. Like, it, it wasn't authentic, but it was good. And then it had some bacon, and some cheese, and some pico de gallo, and it, it was, a, and they, like, grilled it really good. It was a solid quesadilla. It was a fair amount of chicken on there, too. Right. You would ne- like, sometimes I couldn't even eat a whole quesadilla. That's how good it was. But recently, they changed over so they don't have that Tex-Mex chicken that they used to have. And now all they have is this, like, fake char-grilled chicken. It tastes like someone, like, just tastes vaguely of smoke. But not good. Like, it's just like, I'm trying to pretend I grilled this. It's a lot of tortilla, like a whole lot of tortilla, too. Yeah. <laughs> very um, little in it. Yeah, there's not, it doesn't have nearly the topping varieties. It's just got a little bit of cheese, some mad chicken, and maybe some pico de gallo. It's, it's just nothing like the old quesadillas were, and the old quesadillas were significantly better. The old quesadillas used to be at the top of my uh, appetizer list, and these ones, they found themselves in the worst spot. Yep, I agree. I agree. So now we are moving on to entrees. Um, so why don't you start off with your favorite entree? Oh, that's a that's a tough decision because I've got two. Uh, I've got two loves here. Well, um, just tell me about both of your loves. <laughs> we can have a love triangle here. That's fine. <laughs> Let's start off with the all-day brunch burger, or as I always order it to our waitress, Jackie, the breakfast all-day burger. (laughs) That's what I had it written down as, because I thought that was its actual name. (laughs) (laughs) I am a big fan of... Applebee's burgers are... they're pretty good. Like, they got a nice patty, they've got... the bun is good, but throw an egg on there and I am in. Yeah, Applebee's burgers are good, especially because it's a thicker type burger, right? Not like a thin diner style burger, more pub style. I mean, it's a good, it's a solid burger. You're not going to be upset at it. Right, it's no steak and shake where there's <laughs> just the flimmest patty ever. No, no, this burger will fill you up. And what all comes in on that? Oh, uh, there's egg, there's bacon, um, there's cheese, and I... I'm not sure. I might be mixing it up with the one at uh, Burger Five, but I think there's hash browns. I thought there were hash browns on there. Yeah, I mean it's a solid burger. Um, it's all the things. I mean, why wouldn't you want any of those things that are on the burger? They're all good things. There's nothing wrong with it. it. And it comes with a side of fries, which the fries are one of Applebee's stronger suits, too. Right. Applebee's fries are pretty good. They, you know, they're usually consistently pretty crispy. I'm not a big fry person, but on occasion I'll order a side of their fries just because I feel like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan, for sure. So, uh, the other the other love of mine is I, I've probably eaten more of this than any other dish at Applebee's, 
the uh, four cheese mac and cheese with honey pepper chicken tenders, or mac and chicken for short. Yeah. That is, that is some good stuff for me. That uh, cheesy with the sweet, because uh, they, they use a different chicken tender for it. It's kind of a sweeter chicken tender, and the cheese and the sweetness and the chicken taste, oh, it, it's so good. I, I'm, I'm in love with it. That one's up there for me, too. Now, I wouldn't say, like, the mac and cheese is my favorite mac and cheese, but, like, it's mac and cheese. You're not going to be upset at mac and cheese if you're eating it. You know, all mac and cheese is fairly good mac and cheese. But the thing, also, there's bacon on it, right? Is there yes, bacon? Yes, yes, there's little pieces of bacon in it. But the, the thing that really shines about this dish is this honey pepper chicken, because it's this chicken with this honey pepper glaze that's sweet, it's spicy, it's tangy, it's so good. If you could just order those chicken tenders by themselves, that would be the best. You can get Unfortunately, those... they don't have that option. Right, right. You can get those in a combo during lunchtime with, like, okay. soup or salad. But we're never there at lunchtime because we're always there at 9 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I've never been there during the day. Or I, I have, but it's been a long time. <laughs> right, and when I was there during the day, I ordered those honey pepper chicken with, uh, with like, with some soup. It was so good. Yeah. The tenders, those tenders are the best part, for sure. I don't understand why they don't have them just, like, on the menu with some fries. That makes no sense. Oh, yeah. That, that confuses me as well. Applebee's, if you're listening to this. And put, we know you are. Yeah, we know you are. We know you're going to be one of the ten people who listen to this podcast. Put just honey pepper chicken tenders with some fries on the menu. That's all we want. Thank you. The only problem with the mac and chicken, I would say, is sometimes it's a little liquidy towards the end. Like, there's just mm-hmm. a lot of sauce left, and it's kind of mushy. Right. But by the time you reach that point, you're usually pretty pretty happy with it, pretty set anyway. Yeah, because cool. it's a pretty good, it's a hearty meal. So, like, even if you don't eat your last, like, few macaronis, you're probably going to feel fine, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You'll probably end up taking all home leftovers. Oh yeah. With that dish. So, um, so I have one more entree that I liked that I wanted to put into this, and um, it's gonna be those new tacos that they have. Um, is it the barbecue brisket tacos? Yeah. That's really... my other. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're so in tune. Um, yeah, I've only had those once. I had those when we were coming home from actually when I had just picked out my apartment here. Um, for the record, I live in New York. Dylan lives in Ohio. So, um, when I was on the way home, we stopped at the Applebee's and I tried that. I was like, that's some damn good. It's just a good combination. You got the brisket, which is nice and tender. There's barbecue. There's, um, there's these, uh, little onion strings. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Yeah, I used to uh, pick the onion off, but uh, this past week, actually, I I don't know if I got lazy or if I got curious. I left them on. I take them off because I normally don't like onion or onion rings, and they're, they're pretty tasty on there. They add right. a nice, uh, like, uh, a nice flavor, for sure. Yeah, because um, you got, like, the sweet and tangy, but they give, like, some sharpness with the, like, oniony flavor. It's just, it's just good stuff. Um, I was impressed, like, I feel like that was one of the, like, things they were trying to make that were trendy, and, like, I think that's a trendy, because a lot of the things that they try to make are trendy, that are trendy just, like, fall short, but I think that 
that's a really solid take on a trend of like tacos being big and brisket and all that stuff. Oh, I agree. And I think I just recently talked Kat into giving them a try too. So, you know, generating uh, Applebee's business. <laughs> yeah. All right. So do you have an opinion on what the worst entree is? Um, I feel like it's a like joke within our group, but it's also uh, fairly accurate. Don't get Applebee's steak. Just don't do it. Don't get Applebee's They're, steak, guys. Their steaks are so disappointing. They're so just mad. They're chewy. They're they're it's it's not a pleasant experience. <laughs> I mean, and we've talked to our waiters about this. Our waiters have said getting a steak at Applebee's is a gamble because you're paying ten dollars for a steak. Do you expect it to not be a gamble? Right, exactly. If you want steak, go to a nice steakhouse. Really. Like, you might get a good steak, okay? You might. Sometimes people get good steaks, but most of the times they don't. Just, like, it's it's a gamble. It's the gamble you take for paying $10 for a steak. And who wants to gamble with a food as generally great as steak? No! <laughs> for $10, just buy a steak at home and make sure you don't fuck it up. Like, that's my advice. <laughs> don't Don't go to Applebee's for a steak. Uh, and this the side dishes that come with it like are so you get like i think mashed potatoes and you get the smallest scoop of mashed potatoes it's just it's not a good experience and their, ma- their mashed potatoes are really mediocre there's nothing exciting about their mashed potatoes yeah somehow they managed to make mashed potatoes even meh which is crazy like the texture is meh their skin's in it which is not my taste for mashed potatoes um, I think there's supposed to be garlic in it, but, like, maybe just, like, someone whispered garlic over top of it. I don't know. It's just yeah. not exciting. Yeah, stay away from the steak. <laughs> yeah, just stay away from the steak. Um, something that I mentioned that I do not like was I don't like the chicken fajita roll-ups anymore, and it's for the same reason I don't like the chicken quesadillas anymore. Um, it used to be made with that same, like, Tex-Mex chicken, but now it's made with the dumb grilled chicken that has barely any flavor, that has, like, flavor, but it's, like, not fun flavor. And, um, it's just really boring now, so don't get the chicken quesadilla roll-up if you don't want a fake grilled chicken, because that sucks. I don't know. I'm not a fan. Um, and in the same vein, I'd throw out the chicken, uh, no, not the chicken, the quesadilla burger as well. Mm-hmm. It, I, I'm not a fan of that. It's basically just a plain patty with a little bit of that, like, Mexican sauce or whatever, and then just a case uh, or just a t- tortilla as the uh, bun. It's very plain. It's very dry. It's yeah. <laughs> it's very dry, which is some... I remember eating that and being like, why are the burgers so dry? Because I've had not dry burgers there. I think when they cook it in the quesadilla, like, they must dry out the burger. I think that must be what happens. Yeah, it's it's not a pleasant experience. I I think I've ordered it a couple of times, or, or tried it a couple of times, and I don't think I've ever finished that burger. I don't think I ever will finish that burger if I ever... I don't think I'll ever order that burger again. No, no, I had the experience once. I was like, what the fuck? Why did I make this choice? This is a terrible choice. Um, yeah. Actually, I was gonna just do one stay away for every category, but let's be real. The entrees is the place where there are the most stay away from this meals. 
So let's just keep going because I have another thing that I want to warn you guys about. I'm just going to really quickly look up the name because I forgot the name of it because I wished to forget the name of it because it was not good. Yeah, I'd, uh, it's kind of an ongoing joke within our friend group that goes to Applebee's, but there really are like three or four things on the menu that are worth eating as far as actual food that's not appetizers right and we've mentioned most of the things that are worth eating (laughs) we we really have um let me see what is this called i'll probably just cut out this part where i'm looking for things for 500 hours um what is it what is it it? maybe they took it away which is good because it was terrible so like more power to them ah the butcher's meat, so, the thing that I did not like is, like, one of the butcher's meat and potatoes or something like that. I think they had a chicken, I can't remember if they had a chicken variety of this, or if it's this one, but it's, like, some potatoes and some gravy and some crispy onions and some, some meat. Also, this does have steak, so it's part of the, like, problem of steak. And it was just, I just remember everything being dry and everything tasting, like, sad onions like not good onions but like old onions and it was just awful same sad mashed potatoes one of those like filet type of things where they bring it out on like a fancy dish they they're trying to look you know gordon ramsay-esque it's not it's not worth it (laughs) the fancier the dish the worse the food's going to be at applebee's i think that's a really good rule of thumb that's true. Stick to the basics. Stick to something your mom could probably make, and you'll be alright. Right, because it's not like there's chefs in the kitchen. <laughs> right. There's uh, the, you know, 20-year-old who's trying to make his way through college. Right. He's the Ex- one back there frying everything. Right. He cooks probably about as well as you, so order things that you could cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Alright, so... Uh, I'm going to take an interstitial to talk about the fact that when I moved here, I figured I wouldn't see as much Applebee's in New York City. But there are actually, like, two Applebee's that I see about, like, once a week. Oh, yeah? And several I, more within Manhattan. <laughs> I, too, would think there wouldn't be a whole lot there. That's That's interesting. There's one on the bus line that I go on to get groceries every single, like, week. There's one on, like, one of the bus lines that's, it's, like, in this mall with, um, with, like, there's a Chuck E. Cheese in the mall, like, a Target, like, a Best Buy, and all that kind of stuff. So, there are way more Applebee's than I thought would be here, but I have never once thought, you know what I want to do today? Go to the Applebee's. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, why would you, really? Uh, actually, we're... We're in talks, early talks, about getting out of Applebee's. Um, James wants to do uh, our weekly game night elsewhere. But I don't know. Like you said, the waitresses and the waiters there care about us. And it's a public place. And we've been doing it for so long that it would feel so weird to pull out. Right, right, yeah. I mean, I get the, like, getting sick of Applebee's because I've been ridiculously sick of Applebee's for a long time. Um, but I understand also, like, that connection, you know? Applebee's yeah. is oddly a home away from <laughs> The thing 
that's driving me crazy lately, and I don't know if this is true at every Applebee's, probably people wouldn't notice it because they don't spend three hours a weekend at Applebee's, mm-hmm. but their playlist is the exact same playlist every week, and the songs are in the exact same order, to the point that you can almost tell time by what song is playing, and oh. that creates the worst sense of deja vu ever. Like, it feels like I'm in the exact same place, eating the exact same food, doing the exact same thing as I have been for four years, eight oh. years, whatever it's been. <laughs> that's that's awful. Can you imagine how bad it is for the waiters? Oh, I know. I Yeah, I got tired of the Walmart playlist when I worked there, and I worked outside, so <laughs> I barely heard it. I can't even imagine. Yeah, this sounds like a ring of hell, actually. It sounds like a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> yeah, you're going to sit in this Applebee's until you die eating the same mediocre food and listening to the same playlist. Yeah, no, that sounds like that. <laughs> over and over and over again. Yeah, um, alright. So, I think we need something a little sweet after our existential crisis, so it's time to talk about dessert. <laughs> I like that segue. That's a good segue. Thanks. So, Dylan, what's your favorite dessert? Uh, This might be cheating, because it's not actually on the dessert menu. It's on the drink menu. But I like to finish off my night with a nice Oreo shake, an Oreo milkshake. That's my go-to. I'll allow it. I always get annoyed of it, because I order it at, like, 11.30. And, you know, they're ready to bring the bill at that point, but... I, I might get a uh, receipt thrown at me, but I usually end up getting my order shaken. <laughs> well, at this point, she should just ask you before bringing the bill. Because she knows you're going to get an Oreo shake at the end of the night. It's the way. She, she does it. Yeah, she occasionally does it. <laughs> but yeah, um, um, the Oreo shake's good. Yeah, it's nice. It's safe. It uh, tastes like cookies and cream should taste. Um... There is nothing really wrong with it. Uh, it's a milkshake. How could you really screw it up? Mm-hmm. It, it's good stuff. It comes with a little Oreo that you can eat. It, com- <laughs> it comes with an Oreo that I usually uh, wait till the end when it's nice and soggy. And uh, yeah, I eat the oh. whole thing in one bite. So you have like stuff. the whole like cookies and milk like yep. situation. That's a good. That's a good strategy because I usually eat the Oreo first, and that doesn't sound as good. <laughs> So, my favorite dessert is the Blue Ribbon Brownie. I really like the Blue Ribbon Brownie. It's really rich. Um, It's got chunks of chocolate and nuts, and it comes with ice cream and hot fudge sauce. I mean, it's it's just like, how can you go wrong? The only thing of it is it's, like, too big. Like, there are two sizes of the brownie, which is you can... Get the whole, which is two slices of brownie. Or you can get a brownie bite, which is like a quarter of a brownie. What I really want is like one brownie with some ice cream. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not the biggest fan of their brownies, but um, yeah, I, I understand that uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't... Uh, well, I'll just jump to my least favorite mm-hmm. right now. We might be jumping the gun a little bit. But the triple chocolate meltdown. Same. I, I am not a fan. I'm not a fan. The brownie or whatever you call that is like 
it's watery it's it's too rich it it's it's not pleasant for me yeah um it's spongy and it's almost like too cocoa-y the cake part there's some chocolate in the middle the chocolate in the middle is pretty good but um that's the best part of it but the cake's sad on the outside in my opinion and um it gets really mushy with the ice cream yeah, it kind of feels like something you would buy at, like, a grocery store and microwave yourself at home and just be disappointed. Like, a dessert for a frozen dinner, almost. Exactly. That's exactly what it feels like. It's it's not it's not good. It's not good cake. It's not good anything. Is there anything... Our, sorry, go oh ahead. God. Our friend group seems to love the triple chocolate meltdown, too, and I just I don't understand it. I don't know, the only person that I remember eating it a lot was, um, Steve, but we're not really friends with him anymore. So. Uh, Gus eats it. Oh, Gus eats Gus, it? Okay. Gus eats it and he mixes the chocolate with the cake, which alone you just shouldn't be able to, or the, uh, cake with the ice cream, which alone you shouldn't be able to do. <laughs> yeah. You should not be able to mix up a cake like it's a liquid. Well, that cake is half liquid, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not pleasurable. No, it's not pleasurable. I don't like it. It's just not to my taste. Um, anything else in the dessert category you would like to talk about? Um, not particularly. The shooters are they're pretty good. They're small. They're yeah. very small. Although they it's don't like, have as many of them as they used to, right? They just have the yeah. Sunday. They just have the hot fudge. Yeah. Mm, I miss I miss the like one with the pudding and like the. It was like mousse, and it was like cookies, and it had little shavings. I missed that one. Yeah, that was good. I don't. I stay away from the shooters for the most part, just because it is basically just a bite of ice cream. Right, right. It's not like it's not a big snack. It's yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, I can't really think of any other category. I guess this may be like a miscellaneous. If you have anything miscellaneous that you would like to shout out. There are a couple miscellaneous things that I would like to shout out as being good. I really like the French onion soup. It's got a, you know, like a good croutony base and their soup is rich and it's like all the onions are tender in it, which is like a problem with French onion soup. Sometimes you have to like chew through the onions, which is not what's supposed to happen after you stew soup for a really long time. It's layer of cheese. I mean, you can't go wrong if you like soup. The other thing that I really like is, um, the um the mudslides are pretty good. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, a nice mudslide. Uh, as Travis likes to say, do you want to make that a mucho one? And it's always a yes. It's yes, please. Uh, I don't order the mudslides a lot because we go on a week night, which I have to work the next day. But if I have a Friday off, you better bet I'm gonna drink like three or four mudslides. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, again, I also don't order the mudslide lots because i don't know we just usually don't drink alcohol while we're there just because it's, it's thursday you know but when if we're there on a weekend i've gotten the mudslide it's, i mean it's a milkshake with alcohol in it what's wrong with that yeah and they come in this nice like huge glass that it feels it it's a fantastic feeling to drink it, it it's so tasty it gets you real drunk it's it's a pleasurable experience for sure. And it's a real happy drunk because it's a drunk that involves ice cream. Exactly. It's a, a drunk that involves ice cream and most of the time you're with your friends. It's 
Yeah, I, I can't recommend the Mudslide enough if you are looking to get drunk at Applebee's, which, don't go to Applebee's just to get drunk. Those no. people are <laughs> No. Don't go, don't go to Applebee's to get drunk. We've, we've seen those people before, and sometimes they make messes of themselves in public, and it's awful. It's, it's, like, it's a bar and grill, but, like, bar is not emphasized. Right. Any place that has a kid's menu probably isn't where you want to go to drink. <laughs> right. If they're, yes. Kid's menu is a great indicator that that's not the place you go to get wasted. <laughs> Good rule of thumb, Dylan. <laughs> Thanks. So, um, I think it's about time that we decide, like, what the best in show is. Dylan, what do you think we should get best in show? Um, we were really talking up the four cheese mac and chicken, so I think I'm going to go with the four cheese mac and chicken. I think, I think that's a good choice. I think if, especially since it's in a category that's so low that it shines so brightly is such a good indicator. I think runner up, we should get the, give to the mozzarella sticks though. Yes, mozzarella sticks are a definite runner up. It's always the safe bet. Always. Uh, I feel like anybody could go in and order mozzarella sticks and be happy. Yeah, um, I mean, unless you're lactose intolerant, then just ignore us, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. If you're lactose intolerant, um... Take lactate. <laughs> <laughs> or you could do boneless wings, right? You take lactate, you do boneless wings. Either of them will be good for you. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, if you want to go to Applebee's and you want to get that mac and chicken, you want to get some mozzarella sticks and you don't want to poop for a few days, you're going to have a lovely time. <laughs> <laughs> As long as you don't get the cavatappi. Don't get the cavatappi. <laughs> cavatappi will stuff you up. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Cavatappi is another thing that they have. That's. It's like three cheese. Was it? It was three cheese penny, but now it's three cheese cavatappi. <laughs> yeah. Yep. My favorite thing. Apparently, those things are interchangeable. Yeah. Which is weird. Okay. One of my favorite things, though, is the way our friend James says cavatappi, which is like cavatappi. Cavatappi. <laughs> cavatappi. It's not correct. Italians are going to be upset at us. It's fine. <laughs> but it What's is amusing. a podcast without a little controversy. <laughs> yes. It's, it's amusing every single time. All right. So um, I'm not going to guarantee that if you go to an Applebee's, you're going to have a good experience. But I think that if you eat some of the foods that we've suggested and stay away from some of the foods that we have ratted on, you're not going to be entirely upset. <laughs> yeah, you might have a uh, closer to a B minus, maybe even a B experience instead of a uh, C plus or lower. <laughs> right, which is, you know, the best you could hope for in this situation. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I hope that we can help you have a better experience. Uh, Dylan, um, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, actually, I'm, and as you know, I am more of a movie guy than a food guy. Um, so, uh, the best place would probably be, uh, Nerdy Movie Talk on Facebook. Uh, I also have a website, but I, anything that I write up, I post the links to there. So that's probably the best place. Uh, look out for the top 10 of the year coming up soon. Uh, not this, not 2018, 2017. The top 10 of this year so far would be rather abysmal. And depending on when I release this, it might already go be out. So go ahead and check that out. It's probably already there because who knows how long it's going to take me to edit this. 
Time yeah, will tell. And give me some time, too, if it goes up right away. Because I live in Akron, Ohio. We don't get a lot of the big movies right away. Or uh, a lot of the Oscar movies right away. It's so true. Um, But I highly encourage you to look at Dylan's movie reviews. He is one of the people that I always go to when I'm looking for advice on movies. He's really helped me grow as a film watcher. And um, he does some good stuff. So uh, I'm going to do the end stuff in a second. Be right back. So that is it for our show. I just want to acknowledge I did get this episode out a week late. Sorry about that. I have had a lot of things happening in real life. Good things, actually. I've been positively busy, but I've just been tired. And when I went to go record my podcast, I couldn't move. I could only sleep. Like, I took a nap. I don't take naps. I took a nap. So... I'm sorry that this is a week late, but hopefully there won't be many more delays. Thank you guys for sticking with me despite my tiredness. Feel free to follow me at Obsess With Me on Facebook. Um, you can also follow me at Fennec Fool on Instagram and follow my professional page at Lindsay Schley on Facebook, which is L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-S-C-H-L-E-Y. All right, everyone, have a great week and go love something. Bye.